Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Maybe it's the resolution here, but listen, you're you're kind of svelte. I think your skin, while it's not great, is probably better than I've noticed in a long time. So I just wanted to I I just wanted to say, hats off to you, sir. And this is all makeup. It's all disease underneath it. <laughs> it's just caked on. You're just you're just like a whole foundation layer that you've covered yourself. I in. will literally look like a snake man if I take my makeup off. <laughs> <laughs> He's been using brand X. <laughs> <laughs> oh can i can i can i add that if we do have kim on um i haven't seen her in a while but when i did see her just lately um she's definitely uh i gotta i gotta spell this out it, she's a, a milfoom what's a milfoom it's a mother i'd like to have sex with if i wasn't married <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, I'm not gonna lie. I like the acronym. It's strong. Well, it's it's a bit wordy, you know. Spelling it all out: M I L F I I W M. This is a. It's that's top near the. Du- this might be the dumbest thing you ever come up with, which I love. I'm a big fan. Of it. <laughs> well, I'm there's here. lots of milfs out there, but I can't because I'm married. This is shockingly uncomfortable. I don't know why out of all the days. I'm like, this makes me feel weird. (laughs) Welcome to quality time, everybody. Uh, Jeremy is talking about fucking our former co-host, Kim. Um, uh, She's free again. She, yeah, you're but right. That's you're that is true. That is true. I like it. I like it that you in the back of your head you're like, finally, here's my chance because the, the, I don't think it was there to begin with, Jeremy. Let's let's be honest. Hey, maybe if I gave her a roofie. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's uh, you know what if then I go to jail. There you go. That's hey, the jail. You know part. what? We have we both have two different meanings of roofie because when you said roofie i was thinking of someone else we know who needs a roof to sleep under and (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't it be be funny if guys that like replace roofs were called roofies yeah it's your 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 homeless roommate is a roofie (laughs) hello i'm a hello my name i'm i'm roofie i'm roofie coachella um (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. I I'll sweep. I'll it. sweep your chimney. I'll do this. I'll do that. <laughs> Not a problem at all. 
Sure thing. Uh -huh. Also, can I sleep on your couch? Uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Quality Time. We're back once again. Maybe we'll edit some of that out. You know what? I feel like I did the worst part. It'll be fine. It'll blow over like nothing. Uh, we're back again. I'm your host, Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by my two co-hosts first, my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? Who are you talking about? Oh my God! Is this? Uh, is this? Uh, 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 it, it can't be Louis Anderson. Is this? Is this? Um, uh, fucking Zach Galifianakis show. Fuck. Uh, uh, Turn up the reverb. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Baskets. Are you? Is this Miss Baskets on the show? It's me, Louis Anderson, from the grave. Oh, from the grave. <laughs> All the way from downtown. Hell yeah. Well, welcome back, Louis. From, from I also beyond. play myself as a child. <laughs> In life with Louis. Uh, I've lost some weight. I'm down to 450. Hey, are you guys familiar with... Maybe this is only my generation thing, because our, our dynamic here... Also, the very lovely, the very talented Miss Ashley Pontius, how are you? I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Sorry. sorry. I'll, you, I'll give you back. But like, um, I feel like this was maybe only a time in my life because Jeremy, you're 10 years by senior. Ashley, you're roughly 10 years away from my age. So like we're, we're, we're basically all 10 year intervals. So we, we got a big span here uh, and I'm the middle child. But do you, do you guys remember life with Louie Anderson and also the Howie Mandel project called Bobby's world, which were both shows about the, those yep. people as children. Okay. Yeah. Cartoons of them, right? Yes, yes. Cartoon yeah. shows of both. Yep. Now, which was, yes. which was better? Was it Bobby's World or was it Life with Louie? I'm not sure. Well, I'm younger, obviously. So I would say Bobby's World. Because yeah. I remember Bobby's mom. She'd be like, Bobby, don't, don't you know. know? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. liked Bobby's World as well. Louie, Life with Louie, I barely remember, but it never resonated. Jeremy. Uh, I was well, too old for both of them, seeming I was in my 20s. <laughs> but... um. Uh, I really he was liked, a he was a sea bear and Jamal kind of fella. I I really liked Voltron. Oh, Voltron was good. You know what cartoon, Jeremy? You used to love uh, that you tried to push on me multiple times, and I thought it was just like this is actually even as a five year old, I was like this is pretty gay. Um, was Speed Racer? You loved you, you some Speed Racer, uh -oh. and that it's not it's not great. It was one of the cheesiest first animes ever, uh, Kimba being the first one. But uh, Speed Racer, man, you get five frames of animation, you got a show. If I'm not mistaken, the little I remember of Speed Racer was definitely the Frozen um, like reactions. I'm just like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it scared me so much. Just something about it. I was like, this isn't natural. Hey, hey Speed. That's a dildo in you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's so good. Hey, Speed, I just shoved Chim Chim up your ass. Oh! <laughs> yeah, he had the monkey. That's right. There's a monkey that would live in the trunk and, like, hand him things, right, to work on the car. Yeah, Because that Chim. would feel oddly racist somehow. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Jeremy. Oh, by, by the way, I'm going to give away one thing just in case nobody's seen Speed Racer. The little kid and Chim Chim would 
hide in the Mach 5 like a thousand times. Yeah, every episode that was a plot device. <laughs> also, here's another thing I didn't know until I was much older. Uh, the reason they call him Racer X is uh, because usually they never showed it on the show, but his penis was always out because he was triple X rated. Uh, and he would, the reason they were in the trunk, uh, Spritel and Chim Chim, uh, yeah, he's a child trafficker and uh, it's bad. It's actually, we should cancel Speed Racer. My favorite is uh, the the TV uh, movie live action starring Ed Norton um, as Racist X. (laughs) You know, next year I'm going to start referring to Eric as WD-40, which stands for white dick, and he's 40. (laughs) Damn it. White dick at 40, yeah. There's something. Getting out of your car, and you're like, you know what I really need? Some WD. You You just hear me going, ah! And I go, what's wrong? Is it the door jam? I was like, no, my dick's jammed into this door. Uh, anything I could <laughs> do at this point. Maybe if I shake it enough, something will come out and grease the door. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, it just makes it more crispy. Um, hey, can you get out the WD-40? It sounds squeaky. Someone just grabs Eric by the dick and brings him out to the car. <laughs> Stop! I'm, I, I've been I've been milked totally. Like, oh, help! Leave me alone! I can't! I can't make these joints lubricated. <laughs> so, um, so, so, Jeremy, um, I might be a little vague because I don't want to ruin anything. You wrote a song recently, which we knew about, that we are hoping next week might debut on the Rob and Joe show, um. Do you remember briefly, Jeremy, that last week I maybe mentioned to you privately about, like, what if you made some merch? Yeah. Okay. I went ahead and I made some samples. Would it be okay if I showed you boys the samples I made? Do you want me to share a screen so I can show you what you got here? Is it okay, Jeremy? Do I get, like, at least a five-cent cut? Of any of these? Yeah, Jeremy, trust me. If anyone buys these, I'll give you a cut. <laughs> All right, ready? So let's yeah. check out some of these things that you came up with here. Lady yep. and the Gramps. Okay, <laughs> this is good. This is a good start. All right. Cute. Very cute. I like that. It's three dogs with roses mm-hmm. in their mouth. Very, very nice. Good. I, this is a t-shirt I would wear. All right. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. and now we've gone to the next <laughs> <laughs> the next one, listeners, uh, is a silhouette of a man walking a dog, and it says the, in parentheses, rape e-dog. Uh, it's a therapy dog. <laughs> oh, man. This is good. Ther- therapy dog. This, this is a tie-in with my um, YouTube channel for Pogo called Therapy Clown. I oh, perfect. Be, I got to be honest with you. Therapy dog, is that's strong. That's a strong Thank one. You. And Thank I, you. Honestly, this is only number two, Jeremy. This is this is good so far. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's a little hard. <laughs> it says Turner. Uh, it's a very cute d- dog. It looks like Olive, the uh, Joe mm-hmm. Robinson dog. But it says Turner and Cooch, um, <laughs> which is okay. I like I like the rose. I like the the rose. Kind of looks like a pussy. This is good and inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's check out the next one here. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, this is being revealed live to me as you guys are seeing. 
what? So uh, this is a two pictures of a dog, one large, one small, facing directly at us, face to face, except the other one's in front of them uh, in a precarious situation. It says homeward pound, uh, which... <laughs> <laughs> this one is this might be the strongest one also i i know we're not a video medium but if you I could know. just we'll mm. put this up on the quality time page so you guys listeners that would be can great see. i would love to do that um, yep if there's you, more there's the more. sadness in the eyes of the small dog <laughs> is really what sells the and the joy of the guy of of oscar who's doing the the rape it's really really strong this is Okay. Are we, are we going to explain any of this to our listeners? How no, just let it happen. I think I want yours to be no, the bigger. I feel, like, I feel like our listeners have listened enough over the last couple of weeks about the dog sitting and how Gramps uh, said and that. And the song the, that's coming out. Yeah. And the song so we told that out. at least once. Okay. So right. check yeah. out the Rob and Joe show to understand the full saga. Consider this a companion piece to what's happening here. Okay. Yes. Let's check out the next one. Ashley, what do we have here? Um, There's a couple more. <laughs> butt sniffing slut and it's a little dog who's just laying on the thing i like this one speaks to me the most as something i would mm -hmm. wear for truly you, you are a butt sniffing slut i so do I, I do when i get a couple of uh bud lights in me i do like to pet a dog and call them sluts i don't know why mm -hmm. i stole it from my friend nick that is why yeah. um mm -hmm. let's check the next one here all right there's it, it looks like there's three more that are remaining here okay the next one here uh, air <laughs> Yeah, that air one's bussy. a little light color for the screen, but yeah, air bussy. <laughs> air bussy. And there's a realistic photograph of a golden retriever, and instead of air bud, air bussy. This is, this is not, honestly, after what we've already seen, it's probably my it's least favorite, good. but I, that's fair. I would go see air bussy, to be fair. Okay. I, I would. That's fair. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like her come hither eyes I gave her? This one is probably, it might be the most inappropriate. It is a puppy golden retriever whose butt is facing us, but the tail is covering the butthole. There's a, there's a look of playfulness as, as she looks back and it says golden receiver. Uh, this is this god damn it ashley it, i don't know how you're gonna top what's happened so far on this on this uh ride that we're on here but here's the last one i'm gonna prep myself oh my god it says author <laughs> fucked me and all i got was the shirt <laughs> the happy little dog <laughs> Um, but Eric, we are actually missing one and it's okay if either I didn't send it or you didn't pull it up. There is one more. Um, keep going back. Up. Oh, nope. Go the other direction. I'll tell you when to stop. No, this is it. This is number no, no, one. You, mi you missed one. Keep going. Keep oh, there. there. <laughs> okay. Not all dogs go to heaven. I like this. With the same one of the two. Together. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Thank you. 
Thank Ashley, you. Ashley, I'm bravo, bravo, bravo. Go to uh, go you to act, uh. Did you Ashley. actually make these pictures, or are they clip art? A couple of them I hand drew, but the rest were like clip art from my um subscription I pay so to Canva. If you are uh, if you're a big fan of Ashley Pontius, go to ashleypontiuslaughs.com to pick up your Oscar and Olive rape shirt today. Oh no, I think these should go on quality time and pouring. <laughs> 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 but no, I was inspired by Jeremy. Jeremy lit a fire inside me, and apparently, you know what? Olive also felt a fire inside her. Um, so oh, I that's so funny. You guys are Thank ridiculous. You. Good job. Um, Did you Ashley, hear this song? Yeah, she's heard, you played it for us off air last week. Oh, okay. I'm excited so, for it to go live. I can't remember anything a week ago. Should we should we break should we spoil their day and just play Oscar, the Oscar song because uh, we didn't play it last week and we That's teased up to Jeremy. that yeah that is up to Jerry Jerry do you want to do you want to break the song this week to everybody oh sure um, you you drop like Tuesday right well we drop tomorrow we drop yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow is as good as tomorrow uh, okay tonight, okay so. well so Jeremy wrote a song about Oscar uh uh Joe Robinson's dog and uh we want to play it for our listeners here the this this all stems from a, a thing that Gramps said about when they were getting a dog um, um they were adding I, a dog here and I preface this that uh I really really build up his dog in the beginning of the song and I realized like you know, a dog can be like a member of your family, which I'm really, really making fun of in a horrible way. And also, I remember when I dropped it to uh, Rob, I was like, boy, I really hope this doesn't break up Joe and Katie's marriage. <laughs> yes. You know, like I could see Joe like, hey, well, it's just a funny joke. And Katie's like, I don't think that's funny. You shouldn't make songs about our dog, that bastard. I don't think you know the level of cold heartedness that the that lies within Miss Robinson. She is she's she her gamer tag is the Viper, and it's for a reason. Uh she will she goes hard. Uh also, um, she definitely didn't like that I sent Gramps the pick the the shirt that said uh two seater. I was cha- I was chastised for that. He sent me a picture of the two seater shirt on Father's Day, and I was so which means he was wearing it on Father's Day. <laughs> And I was so excited that he was going to go see his family in it. Anyway. Well, you know what the good news is, though, right before we drop this song? The mm-hmm. good news, Eric, is that you actually brought that family together because then everybody knew that both of Gramps' children could sit on his lap. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's the song Oscar by Jeremy Woodworth, world premiere.
Absolutely beautiful, Jeremy. Absolutely beautiful. What's the sound clip at the end of this song that you're playing? Uh, the great Quint. His dog should have been named. His name should have been Quint. Yeah, that is correct. I I agree. R.I.P. Quint, who had uh, dog cancer at birth and uh, is now dead. So uh, not all dogs. Uh, he's resting in dog hell right now, which is where he belongs. Um, <laughs> Ashley's face is pure shock and horror. I'm so lost as to why you would say something like that, but because uh, <laughs> listen, he wasn't baptized, and we all know how that ends up. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so uh, there, uh, a Robin Joe show thing that they did for a long time was talking about the name of the dog that they were going to get, and if they had a girl, right. it was going to be named Olive. And then yeah. for a while, they they weren't going to the get boy. the girl; they were going to get a boy, right? Because the, and then they got and they ended Graham. up. Yeah, it was going to be Graham, but the other name was Quint. It was supposed to be Quint. Um, and we there's dog collars that have been purchased that say Quint because we're we're trolls. Um, and that's that's the truth. So, so if I'm on the uh, Robin joke um, chat, I'm either Viva La Quint or just Quint or Robert Shaw. Robert okay, because Jesus Christ, I thought you guys killed their dog. Yes, and- I mean we also did that. Hey. This is a fun story about um, about me dog sitting, okay? I don't have a lot of good ones, but I was walking <laughs> Oscar, okay? And uh, I have a really cool neighbor, uh, the O'Donnells. Shout out the O'Donnells. They're really they're really nice folks. They they have like, like parties and stuff. Oftentimes, I sometimes just poke my head out to hear if I can hear music, and sometimes I'll walk over and like, oh, hey, putz around a little bit. And uh, by, uh, by the way, are they are they the O'Donnells or the O'Donnells? Uh, the O'Donnells and they know Jeremy and they've asked Jeremy to come over. They were like, you're, you're Jeremy Woodworth's brother. They used to work at Kinko's with Jeremy back in the day. That's awesome. But I a hundred pounds ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I literally said, I was like, you haven't seen him in a long time. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a wheelchair bound. I want you to show up in crutches as full on Vietnam Tom or full clown makeup to say this is how I've changed since you've last seen me. It's great to see you young kids. I haven't seen you in a while. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they do. They actually truly miss you. So uh, Jeremy, uh, next time you're over maybe we can see if they're out poking about and you can go say hi to your old friends. Now listen, um, I walk past them and I bring Oscar because Oscar's a really loving dog. He's great. He's a great dog. He's super friendly. You can pet him. Like if kids see him great he's into it you can do all that so i walked him over there and he goes he looked at the dog for one second he goes because he was sitting out front he goes man that's heartache waiting to happen i was just like oh and he was just like yeah he goes i was like yeah i was just like yeah i know what you mean and he goes he's like yeah i had to put my golden retriever down this year and i was like oh that's kind of i'm sorry to hear that and he goes he's like yeah uh, I buried him in the backyard, but I kind of fucked up. And I was like, well, what happened? He was like, well, you know, the dog was dead, and uh, I basically put him in a plastic bag. I dug this giant hole, and as I was burying the dog, my neighbor looked over the fence and was like, hey, is everything okay over there? <laughs> and he was like, I, and he was like, oh, yeah, I guess it does look like I'm burying a body in my backyard right <laughs> <laughs> he was he's like is your wife okay and like it's not i swear it's just the, it's the dog the dog it's just the dog oh. who naturally died so uh God. 
Did I ever tell you guys about when pumpkin died? You never, you didn't know me at that point, but my cat of 17 years pumpkin, I had to have her put down. And back when I lived in, in my house in Hagerstown, um, it was, it was kind of like winter going into spring. Mm-hmm. And my dad had to help me dig a hole. I put her in this big, beautiful box that I bought and we dug this hole and we go to lower her in, but we didn't get the dimensions right. So we had to keep taking her out of the hole because we kept not getting the size right. So we five different times we lowered her into the grave and then she got stuck on the like hard earth. So at one point my dad's like, sorry. And he takes the auger and he's like, burr, burr, and just slams my cat's corpse into the frozen earth. And he's like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> just he's like oh don't worry about that just get the fuck in there you just, you just, you just, just him being like god damn he's like she's she wasn't that big <laughs> oh it was so terrible oh what a memory death is great i definitely have also uh when i used to actually work out in the field so i i'm in the telecommunications industry i've worked for companies like Verizon and Comcast um, when I was doing underground once I have 100% dug up a dead dog before and thought it was a dead body oh, and like oh. I like had to call the police and then they were like it's just a dog and I was like shit <laughs> which is like honestly didn't make it feel better I was like because if you find a dead body I'm like sweet yeah. instead I dug up a dead dog trying to bury cable <laughs> And that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, we are so unhinged today, like all three of us in different ways, because hearing Eric go back when I used to work in the field and I'm like, okay, I was like, okay, Kunta Kinte. And then I was like, oh, he does not mean that you were making a slave joke. No, 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 no. I mean, also, I mean, yeah, shout out to my what. My Irish slave brothers, we know. Uh, it's it's real. Everybody knows that. And <laughs> so, um, no, no, but uh, we definitely did uncover a dead dog in a in a black trash plastic bag, but thought we had uncovered a uh, a fucking ID Discovery Channel mystery. And then the police were like, it, "It's a dead dog." That's um, so sad. I can't wait. You know what you should do, Jeremy, with your rat carcasses? You should start burying them but like putting them also to spell something out so then when someone digs it up they think they found like a message like the movie signs Ooh, little signs action i like that yeah. i like that um do we have any other pre-show stuff before we get into today's uh movie uh, that we're going uh, over? i this friday was uh 11th anniversary for my wife and i oh congrats oh. congratulations brother Nice. Still married, hanging by threads, and just waiting <laughs> one day. And um, so Thursday hey, night. One, I hey, you want to know one thing that I re- I really rest like it helps me sleep at night, Jeremy, about your marriage. I was like, I, I never worry about Michelle killing you to take you for all your worth. Uh, <laughs> I, I never. Uh, she's she's. she's He's an aluminum digger. <laughs> yeah. She ain't she ain't she ain't um messing with no broke uh, whitey. You know what I'm <laughs> That's my favorite Kanye song. <laughs> oh cracker. There you go. There you go. Well, congratulations. And what did you guys do for your anniversary? 
pretty much nothing. I, I just sat around and stared at each other until we cried. That's so romantic. <laughs> She, as, as we just zoom in on our hatred of each other, <laughs> if we could only be dead now, it's so beautiful, Jeremy. This is nice. This is nice. Did you leave? Just did you leave an unflushable shit in the in the toilet just to commemorate? <laughs> I made a present for you. Did you make a present for me? <laughs> did you? You make this for little old me. <laughs> Roses are are red. I left you some poo. We tolerate each other, and I tolerate you. (laughs) 12 years. That's great. Now, did you think when you got married that this is... 11 years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think you'll be alive now. No. Yeah. Number one, did you think you would be alive? Uh, number two, did you think you would be uh, in a in a beautiful single family home before it became unavailable for most Americans to even do that? <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. She she has a great job. My job, I I'm nothing. I'm not even. I'm just waiting to get fired from the this this next temp temp job, even though I love it. Oh, Don't yeah. say the next temp. You like this temp job though. You're like rocking and rolling. You're putting skin Wait, flakes in vials. The easiest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the easiest job I've had, and I'm actually putting on weight again. I'm probably gonna be back to 340 in like another month. Mm, but, uh, as I like to call it, the fuckability weight. Get on that big guy. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Thursday night, end of the night, she surprises me and she tries to sneak uh, an anniversary present to the porch. Mm-hmm. And she, she sees that I see her and she's like, um, do you want to see it now? I can tell it's a guitar. It's a big, big guitar bag. So she brings it over and I'm like, fine, fine. I could have waited till tomorrow. And I start feeling it out. And I'm like, this is the weirdest fucking guitar I've ever fucking felt through a bag. Uh, sorry. And uh, yeah, she got me the weirdest fucking guitar she could possibly find. And and of course, she looked it up on the internet because it's a steel anniversary. She tries to find a steel guitar. Oh, no sense whatsoever, because it's not a steel guitar. It's a steel string guitar. Yeah. But she looked up just happenstance but she finds this fucking work of art aria weirdo cincinnati nido that probably hundreds of people own in the the world it is a really cool looking guitar like if i were to explain it to people uh our listeners it looks like it has like a weird foam body like just and it's just the outline it looks like it's just to give it some shape to like rest your neon but it's mostly hollow it's mostly just a neck and the fret uh the the uh, the knobs the tuning knobs are at the base of the guitar yes if, if I'm remembering right. this correctly so it's right. just like a neck it's and, very minimalist I think, it's to be like, I think it's supposed to be like a backpack or travel guitar and those the uh, the foam body are literally tubes they actually come out so you can just have the neck almost like uh like a, just a neck itself but. Uh, to make a long story short, it was like oh, I can't believe she got this, and it's it's kind of, if you ask me, heavenly. Uh, you call it um, uh, more than just happenstance that she got this wacky thing that I, 
anyway, I was blown away. And more than that, <laughs> I didn't get her gift till Friday. <laughs> which, is by, which is, by the way, tickets in August to see Ario Speedwagon, Sticks, and Loverboy. Oh, Hell, what a great concert to go to. Go to. That's Which a good one. One of the ultimate concerts to see in 1984. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Then yeah. you're going to go take her That's to go awesome, see Jeremy. Saint St. Elmo's Fire after that. That'll be cool. So, you know, I can't fight this feeling anymore. And uh, you've forgotten what you started fighting for. Um, I'm, I know this is going to sound a little selfish of me, but Jeremy, like 2025 when you're super dead and I've inherited this guitar. Uh, I I will put it on eBay as saying, yeah, this is by this was owned by the singer and songwriter of the hit song Oscar, and I'm really I think I think the five hundred dollar asking price of what I'm putting it up for is a steal. Oh, and by the way, uh, the songs today were written on those on this guitar. Fuck so. yeah, hell yeah, awesome. Well, but look, as much as I love Oscar, though, if you really want to find a fan to pay a lot of money for this guitar, mm-hmm. you will have to go back into the catalog, though, and like Thirteen Ghosts, you gotta put that on eBay and be like the yeah. writer of Poopy Pants. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jared wrote Poopy Pants. Yeah. I just. Uh, you're just a performer it. hey but this is hey pornolanch was thought of on this very guitar um uh, that's what i'll tell him you know i love pornolanch 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 um well good jeremy well congratulations to you and sweet uh jerica uh she's doing good i'm hoping um we're excited well, i i I eventually uh, will hopefully write a song about one of the members of the Golden Girls, and it'll be called Porna Blanche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into um, today's little little excursion that we have here. Uh, today, we're going over Ratman. Wait a minute, so Ratman? Ratman now? Rat boy, not Ratman. How many times I got to tell you? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sorry, Rat Boy, 1986. God, Jeremy, if I could just tell you, you've picked a lot of fucking real shit movies in the past. This might be, I'm not lying to you from beginning to end, one of my least favorite things I've ever had to suffer through and watch. I'm not, from from the word get, I knew nothing about this. I looked at nothing. I just hit play and I was just like, Ooh, I hope it's kind of creepy and scary. No, it's not neither creepy nor scary. It's about a boy that is a rat who is also somehow Martin Short. I don't understand it. Like, it's just, it's fucking the most ridiculous film. It's somehow also star-studded. I don't know this fever dream that you brought into my life right now. If I can hop in real quick, I did make a note that said, Jesus Christ, someone help me. It's like nothing but trouble meets Willard. God, it's... (laughs) This entire film, I questioned almost every scene. I'm like this who who approved this who like uh, it almost like actively if you gave you a big budget to make the shittiest movie i've ever seen this is it this is a fucking bad movie if 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 the the dvd could have one best feature of all it would just be a facial reaction of clint eastwood watching this entire film as it as it plays (laughs) with just that clint eastwood face like 
Oh gosh. Uh, what what the, the fuck did uh, I why did I let her make this? What is this fucking Get the fuck shit. off my lawn? Yeah, I just like me? feel like his Clint Eastwood's reaction to this movie, which we'll we'll explain that tie shortly for the listeners, uh, is like it, it feels like while he was watching it, it's like also he's smelling that somebody farted in the room like the whole time. Like like the smell of like, like but the Clint Eastwood version <laughs> of it where it's like his teeth are bared. Like, God damn it. What is that fucking shit? <laughs> if, if, if I could say this without, without hurting Jeremy too much, um, I did make a note that said this movie was so bad, I'd rather have sex with a rat. <laughs> Uh, please, please tell me that. Uh, <clears throat> I got. I just, just give me a second to clear my throat. <clears> throat> no, seriously. Please tell me that either of you have both seen uh, Hollywood Shuffle with Robert Townsend. No, no, never seen it. This movie, by far, had to be the chief um, inspiration for Hollywood Shuffle, and I sent you guys the trailer about how. Robert Townsend had problems with Hollywood because he wasn't black enough as as a, in a I role. I did watch yeah. that. Yes. So we'll get to we'll get to Robert Townsend uh, not being black enough soon as soon as we can. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the cast and the director of this movie. So this director uh, is also the lead in this movie. It's Sandra Locke. So this is a movie directed by her. And also she put herself in a starring role in, in this movie. Um, and now Sandra Locke, for those of you who don't know, uh, was in a bunch of Clint Eastwood movies throughout the seventies and, uh, up into the early eighties, Clint Eastwood gets divorced in 86 and they're together. Like, I'm sure she might have been the 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 home wrecker that wrecked this marriage, right? Um, and so Clint Eastwood's little gift to her was letting her make this fucking dog shit movie, which she claims it's only dog shit because Clint Eastwood was too involved in the movie, which is crazy to think that they're like, well... Maybe he should have been more involved. You mean the guy who made Gran Torino and like lots of great films? Maybe you, you maybe should have listened a couple well, of steps. Well, well, look. Let me just say, I'm gonna I'm gonna play play rat's advocate here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, like I'm not saying you're wrong, but let's also not forget that like James Cameron was married to Kathleen Bigelow. Yeah, yeah. And I can tell you, I am sure that when you are dating or married a quote more successful man in the same field that they will do things be like no i think my idea is better and you're like no i have a really great concept and they're like yeah let me ruin that for you so i'm just saying like she so, may have had a great story and then crazy you know you think clint eastwood clint who eastwood obviously loves <laughs> immigrants um i'm sure <laughs> that he he had great input into this movie okay i'm I'm just saying sometimes powerful men though they may love their women they love to give them their their dog shit ideas well okay so look look i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna uh, so let's say it is clint eastwood's fault i'm gonna read off the rest of the uh, of the movies that sandra Locke has directed after this movie okay Uh, uh, you were probably right but also real quick don't call her a home wrecker you can't wreck a home that's already in rubble okay you're right you're right you're right i'm not 
Listen, I'm not I'm not shaming. That's not what I'm trying to do. Okay. So <laughs> hey, I don't I don't know any of these movies, but she's directed four films total. This was her directorial debut, which is Rat okay. Boy, nineteen eighty six. She took a four year hiatus and did a movie called Impulse in nineteen ninety. Now this movie okay. Impulse, let's get a rating on it. This is a five point seven on according to IMDB, but I've never okay. seen this movie. Don't know what right. it is. It looks like it has some so a little bit of, it looks like a, a professionally made film to say the least um the next movie that she did here we go uh director credits hold on i had to click back my apologies uh the next one she did was death in small doses which is a tv movie so she got two movies and then now she's been she's been regulated to 90s tv by this time <laughs> And then she got one more feature-length film in 1997 to direct called Trading Favors. So Okay, well, you know what, Eric? Johnny Depp married Amber Heard. So you know what? Men do a lot of stupid stuff when they want to have sex. Okay. <laughs> I I also like like if you look at Sandra Locke, uh I I like to call her um she kind of what I I think that Sandra Locke is the lady that you pick when you couldn't get Barbara Crampton. And Jeremy, maybe you could. Do you see the resemblance at all? I, I, Jeremy's laughing uncontrollably, uncontrollably for the last ten minutes of this conversation. He's <laughs> out of control. I'm waiting for Amber Heard's movie called "Oops, I Shit the Bed" to come out. So. Oops, I shit it again. <laughs> I came I in. Thought it was a shark. <laughs> 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 so uh rat boy there we go so but so Sa sandra Locke directs this fucking garbage movie no it, we yes. can't undo that but there are it, it's also kind of a low-key star-studded cast from top to bottom so you have robert townsend who plays manny who we'll get more into jeremy because he doesn't act black enough which is a complaint and we'll get to um then also we have, has a song up to it we also have great character actors like Larry Hankin and uh, Sidney Lassick, who are like the two guys that abduct uh, the Rat Boy at the beginning of the movie. Uh, Jeremy, what's your favorite Sidney Lassick movie? Uh, that's obviously uh, a little De Palma film called Carrie, where he plays, um, I, I think, one of the teachers that gets burned alive during the uh, the prom. Oh. But of course, also he was an, also a great character in. Um, the uh, one flew over this cuckoo's nest. Yes. Who? Uh, That's what I was looking for. I was looking for one flew over the cuckoo's nest. When, 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 when having a nice discussion with Nurse Ratchet would almost cry because he was very emotional. No, so. Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Had to, have, had to have his cigarettes. I need so. my cigarettes. Um, yes, I, that's where I remember it most from. Because as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Where the fuck is he? And I was like, oh, yeah, as soon as I saw this thing, I was like, one flew of the cuckoo's nest. Fuck yeah, now, I remember now, Hankin, that guy. Hankin has been working very well and, and was just lately on uh, on Better Call Saul as the guy who works at the salvage yard. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, also, I have to do a tie-in because there are three people I have met from this film. Can you guess which three people? Okay, so I know one of them is definitely Garrett Graham. I know one of them is Garrett Graham. Uh, Garrett Graham is uh, plays uh, Nikki, who's played by Sandra Locke, uh, the main character here, plays her brother, who's also on a former Quality Time, uh, a prior Quality Time episode, uh, Chud. Uh, so let's not forget about Chud. Uh, so you definitely have met Garrett Graham. Who else have you it's met? My favorite character from the movie, uh, 
home movies, another De Palma film. Uh, so you got one. Okay. Of course, I had I had well, to let, say. Let me, let me guess. Let, let, let us play okay. the guessing game because I have the I have the thing out. Can I say that? And this is may, maybe crazy. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do three straight up guesses. So I got one out of your three. And I'm not sure about this one, but I feel like it's. I feel like you've somehow done this. John Witherspoon <laughs> is John Witherspoon the person you've met. I almost, I think I could have met him at a chiller, but ah, no. Damn it! Uh, one, uh, the second one should be easy because I've definitely posted him on uh, on Facebook. Um. So who's the other? Who's the other one? Louis Anderson is Louis Anderson the one you got? No, but I'm sure Dylan Pettigrew has met him. So yeah. All right. Well, those are my three guesses. I got one out of the three. Ashley, do you have any guesses of 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 characters at all? Besides our lead actress, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, okay. the, the, I'll, I'll go with the second one, which is the easiest, and that's, of course, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, what is his fucking name? I'm, I, I just hit a blank. Um, what's his name from Saturday Night Live? Oh, John Lovitz. Uh, I forgot John, John Lovitz, Lovitz is in this. Oh, fuck, he has a cameo. There's so many little cameos in this Did movie. Did I not even great. see him in the movie? Yeah, he's in the party He's got a little scene. cameo at the, par- at the party scene. I met him at Magoobies, and man, did I stalk him. Hey, do you know- he didn't talk to any audience members. I waited until the end. There was nobody left, and he finally came out of the green room. I got to meet uh <laughs> Hey, hey, do you do you, do you know the story about how John how Jeremy met John Lovitz, Ashley? Uh, was this was this one of the nights you were supposed to? Yes, I was supposed to perform, and then I got Jeremy guest passes, and then at four o'clock before I was about to drive there. I got kicked mm-hmm. off. They were like, oh, he already has a guy. And so yeah. I just didn't go. And Jeremy's like, well, can I still go? I was like, I mean, technically you're on the guest list, sure. And so Jeremy went to the show that I, yeah, I was no longer on so he could go meet John Lovitz. Comedy is so fucking painful, bro. <laughs> okay, so 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 the final the final one, which you probably never would have guessed, I met Larry Hankin. At, uh, Ch- oh. oh, Larry Hankin is a good, he's a good pick. He's a good pick. Yes. So, uh, no, so uh, a a strange star-studded cast. Um, I I will say that John Witherspoon is probably my favorite person in this movie. His cameo in this movie is just uh, chef's kiss good. Mm -hmm. But a a couple others who aren't top-billed on this, in the opening scene in this movie where they're at the thing, I noticed two actors in this that I 100% recognize. One is yes. the guy from The Children of the Corn, who's like uh, the- Courtney, Courtney, right, James. from the Burbs? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, exactly. And then- Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Four people I did meet, Courtney Gaines. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, shit. And then, did you, I'm not, this isn't confirmed, so maybe you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but the kind of larger woman who's in the car at the beginning where they're shooting rats, I'm- I'm so sure in my mind that that is the same girl from the Naked Gun who's taking driving lessons that has to go through everything. You're like, now extend your hand out the window and give it. I'm pretty sure that is the same actress who does both of those. Your middle finger. Yes. That lady, the lady who's driving is also in the beginning of this movie. I, Um. I can't confirm that yet, but I'm so sure that if so, it's her doppelganger. In my mind, um, my favorite part about me- meeting Courtney Gaines is like, you, you looked really metal in uh, 
in Children of the Corn? Were you were you into metal? He's like, no, man, I was into like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. So <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I mean, honestly, though, Eric, here's my theory as a plus size woman. Uh huh. Maybe we all just look alike. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, they all come in. They all come in same uh, shapes and beautifulness. Don't worry. Relax. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know, that, that, that plus size role I, I can't believe they're actually choosing emma thompson as the plus size actress mm. when they could have <laughs> gwyneth paltrow yeah yeah you know hot all, all those fatties <laughs> <laughs> so uh that opening scene the, we get to meet rat boy and then i played that clip earlier where i like that every I like that every black person is the most stereotypical black person you could be. And we're like, well, our first black person, he's homeless. He's like, rat boy. You got to call him the rat. He's not a rat man yet. He hasn't hit puberty. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, the rat man, that would be the guy from the stand. The, oh, the yeah. rat man, forgive oh, yeah. this time. <laughs> <laughs> so that... That all happens, and then immediately uh, our our main heroine, uh, I, I guess if you call her a hero, a protagonist, even though she's a real piece of shit in this movie, Sandra Locke, who plays Nikki. I like it that this movie, if you just replaced Rat Boy with just a regular retarded person, then you really it really hits home, like because uh, that's what it is. Is like you found a retarded person, you're like, how can I? If you saw him, and then immediately went, how can I exploit them for the most? Most amount of money possible. Mm. So you're saying she feels almost like a Michelle Pfeiffer, and I am saying, yeah, yes, yes, close, close to. Uh, uh, this movie is going to be rebooted, and he will be a TikTok star. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I like it. God. Now, Jeremy, can I ask you one question? And I'm sorry, this is going to be a deep cut reference for you, Ashley, and I apologize. Is I have to ask you, Jeremy, is the reason that you picked this movie because of how Rat Boy acts and how it reminds you of Chris Elliott's Get a Life, uh, specifically uh, the, what is it, Animals on Wheels episode? Uh, either that or Spewy, the special person entering our world, <laughs> yeah. Egg Yum. Where, where, he, where every time you see him, he goes, <laughs> I knew your fucking dumbass. Pick this movie. Bastard. I could. There were times where I was watching this movie. I was like, I know Jeremy loves this movie for the fact that every time that Rap Boy is there, he goes like like that. That is what I could hear the entire film. Do Uh, you boys remember how last week Eric was like, "Hey, I like to play this game with like Tommy, where I'll be like, hey, if you had one bullet and it was like these two actors." I hate to reveal this, but sometimes certain weeks I play that game where I go, if it's me trapped in a podcast (laughs) with Eric and Jeremy, which one do I kill? And my answer is the same as it was last week. I saved myself. Oh, no, no. (laughs) That's why you're getting, that's why we hand you the the gun with the blanks. Um, Uh, they, they they introduced the character of Rat Boy with the the most ironic song that he listens on forty five. He's got personality. Yeah, God, this Ugh, this I hate 
This entire movie is so fucking cringe. I also like that the one, the one, uh, the one actor who is uh, God, what's his name? The guy who plays a Lee, who's Sidney Lassick. He's just like, we want a big screen TV, and I want a gun. <laughs> just like the, he's like, he's like, if you just give me a gun, you can have this. You can have this fucking freak of nature I found. It's such a low asking price, and the idea. So the whole premise of this movie is that. So, uh, Nikki finds this. You're like, how can I blow this thing up to the moon? And I was like, at what point did you see talent in just a thing that looks like a rat and also somehow Martin Short? I don't understand it, and I don't get it. I I love that Eric keeps referencing Martin Martin Short because I'm embarrassed I didn't make that connection because he's 100 percent correct. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> But also, I do love really jumping back just real quickly for a second, back to the beginning of this movie. We hear so many times at the beginning when he is first, quote, captured or, or taken hostage, essentially, um, that they draw him out or that they leave him gifts almost like he is an animal at a Chinese temple where they leave him nicotine. They're like, we left him cigarettes for good luck. Um, I like, yeah, I also like that he's a boy that also just smokes pipes constantly. It's like, you're like, he doesn't eat any of this. There's like one scene where Louis Anderson and the other guy are like, we bought him every type of food. All he does is smoke, though. <laughs> Like, yeah, we left him tobacco as if as if he is the baby rat Jesus and they are the three wise men leaving him frankincense and tobacco. I left I left you frankincense, tobacco and DMT here. my savior. <laughs> well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil the ending, of course, but they didn't lead into the sequel where his uh, demon minions destroy the world. <laughs> God, this movie is that so... Special, that special close-up on his face at the beginning of the sequel, like, we will kill them all! <laughs> I wonder if he ever became a father and raised, I don't know, a couple of mutant little turtles. <laughs> yeah, what if this was Splinter... If this whole movie ended up being Splinter's prequel Sorry. story? It was Sorry. like... Uh, so just to give let's give our listeners a little bit of context i didn't pull a ton of audio but there was some that i couldn't i couldn't stop um this is just a little bit of how rat boy speaks in this movie and uh i'll play this here uh you mean she didn't show what a whole rat boy's head on tell you everything good everyone does that Jeremy's oh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uncontrollably laughing. He's un he's uncontrolled. He made us watch this movie, and this is his reward of us having to relive Rat Boy. <laughs> it's like an episode of Louis of Louis Anderson. <laughs> God, I was so drunk when I watched this, and it was like 11 a.m. I was like, I can't make it through this movie. God, I wish I was when I did. I watched this so goddamn sober, and I like, I was trying to like, I was like, it to me, like, I do this thing, okay. A lot of times when I watch a movie, like, I don't think we're we're super over 
overly critical about a lot of movies. Are there movies no. that we cover and that are really pieces of dog shit? And yes. I really try to bring out the best in. I do. Yes. I I find myself when I watch a movie this bad, I'm actively I'm actively rooting. I was like, please just be good. Come on, like let's yes. get past this part. Tell me that there's a good part. And it never at no part in this movie does that it deliver anything fucking good to you. <laughs> other than other than they're like, we need. 10 more lines with rat boy going like like uh, this one i'm not gonna lie low-key triggered me as a person who has trouble reading this one <laughs> fucked me up right here uh, yeah 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 read read uh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't I'm, I can't, I can't read while I'm driving. Um, it's, this movie. Do you think that he has turrets? <laughs> turrets. <laughs> oh my god! All right, wellness check on Jeremy. Are you okay right now? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I've been watching Jerry's monitor. He's been off mic just crying this entire time. He can't even handle himself. I remember watching this. I couldn't watch it with enough volume. Like, I can't understand a fucking word he's saying. <laughs> when, or when he gets upset and he's just like, drive, drive. Yes. <laughs> Oh man. So uh the movie really I, I'm gonna give a, just a brief outline of kind of what happens. Nikki gets control of the rat boy with her two idiot brothers. Uh it was one of them is Louie Anderson, the other guy is the guy from Chud. And they're fucking total morons. She's like, I'm gonna hit it big with this fucking rat boy, which is the uh, the most craziest thing. And the first part of it is like her just trying to talk to people. He's like, here, look at his picture. And they're like, uh, that's great. Which is the accurate response for anybody who just brings you a picture of something and says, like, hey, I found a rat boy. Or like, shut the fuck up it, right now. It's almost like showing a profile picture of your ugliest friend to people. Yes. And they're like, hey, look at this. And you're like, I don't know what you want me to do about this. Be like, wouldn't you want to date this person? Be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I feel like every time she's trying to sell Rat Boy to people, to like producers, they're like, it always feels like, like, I, I don't know why I looked at this. And I like, it always is like, thank you for showing me. Can you, can you stop now? Who, who is this picture of? Well, he's, yeah. he's really bad at comedy and he lives at strip clubs. <laughs> oh, it's, you're saying this is also Chris Restivo. <laughs> so they he come in. Does have a rat face. <laughs> they come into contact, and I love how this movie is like such. Uh, so it was supposed to be like a younger lady as Nikki and her both of her brothers. There's nobody under the age of forty in like no. between Louie, the 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 guy from Chud, and this. They're all like forty five year old people. They're like we're hip kids just trying to find our way in this world. It's also prime 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 time of life to be making it in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we can we also just talk for like one second? We don't have to dwell on this, but I am curious. Do we know? Why was Rat Boy played by a woman? Oh, I didn't even realize. I, we didn't really talk about the actress who did play Rat Boy at all. But, like, why? Why would you not have a young prepubescent boy or man play Rat Boy? I, 
so so the voice of rat boy was gordon anderson who looks like a pretty like a man uh but i don't know who did the body of it just because i also just like how it makes sense it is my body build that that rat had tits <laughs> <laughs> rat boy is just the the entire movie i was just like i was hoping it would be like frankenstein where this thing goes off and rips a couple people's necks out but no all he does is cut his own hand and then is too scared to go to the doctor which the only thing i related with um (laughs) (laughs) that's that's it So, oh, oh, Jeremy is, is showing us something on his screen. What is that, Jeremy? We we yeah. can't really make it out. It seems like a child Jared, in black Jared and white. Baird. That's, That's her, because oh, she used okay. to be a didn't she used to be one of the original Mouseketeers, wasn't she? And she she graduated to being a rat. Fuck yeah! That's a weird connection. That's some childhood trauma, right? Probably, yeah. I, I put it up there. If you had to be in that fucking rat suit and then be called, but also another theme of this movie is just people calling Rat Boy an ugly bitch constantly. Like every time they were like, "Listen, you're ugly as shit." They never, <laughs> there's no sugarcoating it ever. They're just like, "Listen, you're fucking ugly. You should just be famous." Uh, which is the idea of that sentence is so fucking crazy. Honestly, it's why I do stand up. <laughs> I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, "You are." perfect for this. I, the only thing I remember from seeing this 30 years ago is the scene where Ratboy is crying to uh to the Robert Townsend character like but Ratboy's ugly. He's like, "Yeah, sure you're ugly. But but you yeah. but you're a special kind of ugly." Yes, yes. So eventually they do beat Robert Townsend's character who ends up being Yes, Ashley, do you need to go beat people? I'm so sorry. No, Eric, Eric, you guys just made me think something holy fucking shit. Tell me if I'm wrong. The dialogue you guys just did, which is from the movie, is this the precursor to Shrek and Donkey? <laughs> Robert Townsend breaks into song at one point. Hey, what's going on? Shrek, you're fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's literally from Shrek when he's like, yeah, of course you're ugly, but like Fiona's ugly too. Oh my God, that is a real, that's a real dialogue that happens. Shrek ripped off Rat Boy. Holy shit. I'm also sure that the director uh, told uh, Eddie Murphy, can you be a blacker donk? Yeah, so let's let let's mention this. So eventually they run into, uh, they go to a, a high profile party where Rat Boy sees Nikki, who he's enamored with, leave with some other fella because she She's trying to like basically uh uh fucking fuck her way up to the top and in, in low key she's like I can find the right fella that'll get me this road. She's like Weinsteining her way through the movie industry, which I like oh. that it's, that's addressed in a low key way in this movie. She goes to that one guy who's like we could go mix business with pleasure, and then they she immediately goes. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Like she's into it. Like it's such a. But see, but Eric, that's I don't like that you use Weinstein because that's the difference. These people are willing. No, no, but but that I think I think it speaks to the grossness of it of of trying to like make that an acceptable thing. They were like, no, this is just how it's done in Hollywood, toots, and that and that the fact that it was filmed that way, I feel like it's kind of gross. Wait, Eric, are you telling me? I didn't have to sleep with you and Jeremy to get the fuck. 
<laughs> you didn't. You didn't have to. Work your way up sometime, baby. <laughs> should have read. Should have read the quality time clause with the extra little stars at the bottom. Um, <laughs> Be like, you may have to see some flakes and some shakes. And I'm like, no. You should have seen the other boys that had to get onto this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So. Uh, by, the, by the way, uh, who are we gonna get other than? The most snooty of all actors in in the in the the party scene, who's the the uh, Mater D from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Oh God, what a piece of shit! And you also but, get to see the great John Lovitz. Isn't there like one of the ladies from who's a VJ from like uh, MTV too that shows up in this? Jeremy, I didn't recognize her, but I know that was your era. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Nina Blackwood, who was one of the top uh, six originals. Uh, along with Martha Quinn and J.J. Uh, Jackson. And I watched a hell of a lot of MTV. Gosh, it was the, when they actually showed videos. Yeah, I was a Kennedy kind of guy. Oh, you don't get me started. I'm like, <laughs> touching myself about Kennedy. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, not even gay, but I've definitely shot loads to Kurt Loader, okay? And that's just that's just me. <laughs> you know who my favorite VJ is? Who's that? <laughs> Oh, oh, can I have a shout out for, uh, um, oh gosh, uh, I lost her fucking name. Oh, damn it. No, Tabitha Soren, the, 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 uh, the news yeah. person, Tabitha Soren, who is also in the Beastie the Boys fight video. For your party Beastie Boys video. I, yes. I do always, I do always point that out. Honestly, my other, my other favorite VJ, the non-sexual, okay. Non-sexual one, Matt Penfield. Okay. Shout outs, Matt Penfield. <laughs> I like he was a tubby fella that just told me about metal music and that's all I needed out of him. Oh, I actually do know who you're talking about. I okay, like yeah. I like the minute you said the minute you said tubby, my ears perked yeah. up and I was like, I know tubby people. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a, a successful James Finn. That's the way to best way to describe his body type. Um, I love James Finn and I'm sure James Finn is doing successful in all things that aren't comedy right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So master, master of the universe and all powers of gods. Yes. James Shout out. I, James say, Finn. I do love him. I love James him. Finn. Eric just described your body like a tub of mayonnaise. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at, he he leaves there, and that's where we get to meet Manny. Who the rest of the movie, every scene with Manny. If there's anything I like about it, it's scenes with Manny and and John Witherspoon throughout the rest of this movie. Which Jeremy, uh, one of the facts on IMDb is that uh, our director Sandra Locke insisted that Aunt Manny act more black during this film which is crazy it's like the most stereotypical representation of a black guy not in the 80s but a 70s black guy like this is because Sandra Locke was a star in the 70s like her 30s are already over and she was just like no 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 black people say jive turkey they speak like this please if you could adhere to what I'm saying as a white woman to tell you how to speak then we can make a good movie right now speaking too eloquently yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is fucking cringy as hell that they had to do this. But fucking, yeah, everything is just like, man, you fly, blah, blah, blah. You ugly, but it's all right. Like, it's just, oh, God. 
I, 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 I love the fact that this probably is the reason for Hollywood Shuffle, which is probably one of the funniest black movies next to Dynamite. So. And then <laughs> shortly after that, uh, of course, Ratboy, is, he, he's done nothing, but somehow he has he's being bankrolled to be rich now. So he has a lot of cash. So immediately Manny calls over his friend, uh, Heavy, who's played by John Witherspoon. You guys might know John Witherspoon. He's, also, he's a really funny comedian, RIP, but uh, from the Boondocks or most probably famous from Friday. He's the dad from Friday. Um, really, really, really talented comedian. And this motherfucker might steal the whole goddamn movie uh, in the part where he's trying to sell him fake diamonds this entire time and he sells him actually a glass one that he just thinks is really pretty he's like it could be like a thousand dollars yeah 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 yeah, like this and it's just they're ripping him off and but god damn it he's so that entire thing he's like now princess cut we can cut it however you want and in fact if I don't cut it right that's why I give you the discount. And it's just, it's, um, I loved every part of this scene. Am I am I correct in, in remembering from the Chappelle show that uh, Witherspoon did a bit part as the guy who will do uh, will do ho- hollas at women if you pay him like holla, 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 holla. No, no, no. Was that that was not that was not that was not the great John Witherspoon. It was but another I guy. do I do think he he did stuff though with with Chappelle show if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm thinking of Mooney. It's not Mooney either. It was just like, it was like a, their Tim and Eric guy who was on there. It was just like some random guy. Let me holla at you. Ha, 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 ha. I know what, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. It's neither of the people yeah. you've mentioned. Maybe I'm thinking of Star Wars. It was just, you know, he was, uh, I can, the only thing <laughs> I can like confirm. Windu. The, only, the only thing I can confirm is it was Samuel L. Jackson. Um, so the, uh, the rest of the movie is is a lot of Manny hanging out. He's like, man, you know what? I feel bad for you because you ugly as shit. He just he like he throws in that you're a fucking ugly piece of shit just for no reason sometimes. And he's like, it keeps him that. humble. <laughs> At one point, he drops him off to go on a date with uh with Nikki, who Nikki stands yeah. him up, and instead he just hangs out in the alley the whole time listening to a lady play the fucking accordion, who's covered in bird shit and will likely meet Kevin McAllister ten years later in Home Alone 2. Um, Another bad thing is that she was really making the big time being on the Merv Griffin show. Yeah, I like that big time was making the Merv Griffin show for her. Uh, But uh, he ultimately he picks him up with with prostitutes and I do like the scene with the prostitutes where they're in the thing and they're like come on man you you got you ladies will do anything she's like not that <laughs> and, then, and then he just starts biting the other hooker that's in the back yes. <laughs> and I can only imagine Jeremy's glee at watching this entire scene of this hooker getting bitten by a rat boy he's the Robert Picton of rats <laughs> God, what a fucking shit show of a movie. Anyway, um, can we preface? We've prefaced uh, Robert Townsend enough to play the Beamer song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jeremy, Jeremy, you made a little song for us. Uh, it, I, I, I was able to listen to it before, but Jeremy wrote a song about the dichotomy between director and star Sandra Locke and Robert Townsend, who plays Manny. Oh, and here we go. Uh, I'll just say. The song is called Be More, like spelled like Baltimore, like B, the B and the, the letter B more, be more black. Here we go. 
Microphone. Mike. I like how you just trail off the lyrics there at the end, and we can't even hear what you're saying at all. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very happy that I found the exact same beat as um, the Prince of Bel Air. Oh, that, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so if I'm gonna make a bad rap song, I'm gonna make a really bad rap song. I so. I can't believe you that you consider that even rap. But okay, uh, that. <laughs> I don't think if I'm going to do a rap song, I'll just do it the, the worst monotone I can. Like. It sounded like the butthole surfers more than rap. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> Eric, I have a suggestion. Maybe no. if this becomes a really popular piece of ours, Jeremy, like in the catalog, maybe we should have the great Aaron Hankin do a verse. Oh, have him drop bars. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's Larry Hankin? <laughs> I'm Aaron Hankin, and I'm here to say, be more black. <laughs> be, be more black, hip dudes. <laughs> anyway. Um, he's, like, really white. So uh, two other things happened in this movie of this fucking dog shit movie. I can't stress to you how fucking horrible it is. <laughs> um, they uh, they have the big reveal, which is kind of like the part from uh, uh, where he finally gets his stage show. Rat Boys practice none of it. Uh, this is a, a press showing of like the stage show that Rat Boys going to do, and all he does is go, "Dad, mom, me," like this, and he fucking climbs a thing and he fucks people up left and right, and just escapes and runs away and ruins well, the show. It's like a real King Kong esque moment. Well, I was gonna say Eric's being a little bit insane. Sensitive. I mean, the way I interpreted what happened on that stage was Rat Boy was just doing a reenactment of what happened at the Batman movie in Colorado. <laughs> he okay. He okay. Um, God. So uh, after he scurries off, we then see uh nikki meets back up with him because i guess he finds his childhood home but nobody lives there and then nikki was like oh i figured you would be here actually wanting to see your family that no longer lives here um anyway i just think you're pretty sweet and we have fucked this all up i'm gonna take care of you a police chase then happens after this because <laughs> the police are for i don't understand why the police are out to get rat boy he's committed no crimes he's just like they just go hey in that rat boy that's blowing bubbles out of a car not in my town and they're like we gotta fucking get this fucker so uh eventually rat boy uh they they apprehend sweet uh nikki rat boy though is able to get back in the car and then ram them off of the road flipping the car she has no seatbelt but can still is more fine than the cops that are wearing seatbelts in the front seat um nonsense up until this point now they're on the run through the woods the cops are just popping off shots like like rat boy is a regular black guy and it's fucking insane eventually he gets clipped falls into a lake they look for his body they can't find it they're like maybe he got sucked up that tube and the diver's like no human could go up there it was like but could a rat and then you find that the rat boy has broken half of his little glass pendant left it for sweet nikki as he fucking in the most 
unathletic set way runs down a hill where it just look it just looks like a retarded person who escaped for 20 minutes after he went to best buy and got a nerd rope for that was like 20 dollars, like the big one that's the joy that this rat boy is skipping down a fucking hill on and that brings us to an end of fucking rat boy ashley the floor is yours so there's a lot um <laughs> he is he is the chris chan of rats um, there's that first um i also love that i never got the answer to one of my burning questions the entirety uh, of this film which is we never once have any reason for why he exists the way he does no not at all is uh, his mom half rat did she let a rat fuck her we don't know but we, he, he, there's know. just a rat boy so that really um ruined the vibe for me um and then uh finally all i all i want to say uh jeremy about this movie is despite all my rage <laughs> i am still just a rat in a cage <laughs> fuck yeah probably no. billy corrigan's favorite film of all time <laughs> <laughs> jeremy uh, what, what are your final thoughts on the rat boy or what did uh, we miss what do, what do you got well more than final thoughts i put it into song oh, oh yeah theme. i forgot god damn it. i i buried the lead here jeremy has encapsulated the entire the entirety of this and before i play your song i'll just give you my final thoughts i think you know them it's a bad movie but it is bad enough that if you do like 10 hits of dmt maybe throw a little acid and a mushroom tea do a cocaine bump up your dick hole it's maybe the best movie you'll ever watch but you I, need all of those things to happen before you watch it i would rather watch this film a hundred times than any of the twilight series or avatar Okay, that's fair enough. Avatar's fine. Avatar's, a, you know what? But, Avatar's not as bad as you as as we give it. It's it's an okay movie. It's okay. I would rather watch this film than Avatar. I I don't also, disagree with you. I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, I I say that that final scene of Rat Boy running off into the forest was the inspiration for this song. Okay, so here. In memoriam is the uh, the Rat Boy song. Should we should we say goodbye and just let let us play off to the to the song as we do it? If you want to find all things Eric Comedy, it's ericcomedy.com. Ashley, where can people find you at? You know all that. Um, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can catch me headlining uh, Public Laughs in D.C. this Tuesday, the 28th of yeah, June. Yeah, so if you listen to it on Monday, get your fucking dick in gear and get down to D.C., you twat waffles. Well, I'm probably going to put the Oscar song on ReverbNation.com slash Jeremy Woodworth for everybody. Anyway, here's the world, another world premiere, Rat Boy by Jeremy. And then they'll buy Rad X And it won't really kill you, Red Boy
We love you.